anytime I try to hold on to something or make something work, it just never works out. So I'm really just like, let go and let God in all areas of my life. Hi, I'm Brianne Davis, and you're entering a world that's gone good. Well, hello and welcome. My name's Steve, and if you're looking for some good, you've come to the right place. World Gone Good grows our audience through listeners like you. So if you enjoy the show, please, yes, go on ahead and share us with your friends. Send an email with our link or shout us out on your them, their social medias. We appreciate you helping us spread the good. And as long as you're at it, why not subscribe, rate, review us? We can take it. Tell me the truth, the good truth. We appreciate you and we appreciate your good support. Okay, here's a question. What is your biggest secret? And let's take it one step further. What is your biggest secret you're willing to share? I know, I know. You're like, you tell me yours, Steve, and maybe I'll tell you mine. Look, don't worry. Mine, mine, well, one of mine, it's coming up today in the show, so just keep listening. So the question becomes, what's good about letting it out and revealing your biggest secret? That's what my guest is here to talk about today. Brianne Davis is an actress, an author, and she's the creator and host of the Secret Life Podcast. Okay, you ready? You better be, because we're about to spill some personal tea. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. I am always most excited to talk to fellow podcasters because... It's like we're like in a secret club of some sort. A secret crazy club. I know. And the word secret is perfect for today because you are the host and I want to say co-creator of the Secret Life podcast. And I'm not going to butcher this. I'm going to let you do it. Not butcher (laughs) it, but tell it right. Talk to us. Tell us what it is, who you are, and what you do. And we're going to jump off into the good talk from there. Okay. Well, yeah. Secret Life Podcast. It came to me at 3 a.m. a couple months after the pandemic hit. And I woke up and I said, Secret Life Podcast. People tell me their secrets and I'll tell them mine. Because I just released this article on HuffPost about being a sex and love addict, a recovering sex and love addict. I have 11 years of sobriety in the program. And after I let go of that secret and shared it with the world, so many people reached out to me how much it helped them, how it helped them understand their partner or themselves. So I really wanted to give everybody else a platform. They can come on and be anonymous or they can tell their real name and talk about the secrets and the shame that we hold on to and release it. And we've had every walk of life, every age range, every kind of secret you can imagine. And it's just been such a beautiful thing that I didn't realize I needed in my life. That's amazing. That is amazing. So uh, going really wide, Mm -hmm. two questions. What's good about a secret? And what's good about releasing and letting a secret out into the open? Well, specifically for me, 
and my addiction, secrets are what keep us sick. Having secrets is a form of power and control and keeping me separate from other people. It's like this little thing that's just mine that no one can take. And it keeps me very disconnected from the world. So when I worked my program, one of the key things is letting go of your secrets, sharing them with another, talking them out. And there's such a release of that shame, that self-hatred, that self-loathing, all that gets released. So I had that experience when I was working the steps in my program. And then I think the beautiful thing about releasing those secrets, like I said, you're free. There's this freedom. And now you can connect to everybody. It's so interesting. We had um, someone on last week about hating being married. And I love my husband and I love being married. But there's moments where when she was talking and sharing how she wants to run when it gets tough, I have those feelings. We had a, a suicide attempt where she shot herself with a shotgun in her chest and survived. And she shared about how her perfectionist in her drives her mad. And for me, that I have the same thing. My perfectionist, I can drive myself crazy. So it's like everybody's secret can all connect to the same thing. Fear of not being enough, not enough self-love, not enough self-worth, fear of abandonment, fear of intimacy, all of that, all of our secrets Like, let that all go when we share them. But do you think there's any um, secret that's good in in a healthy way of keeping to yourself that empowers you in any way? I mean, I'm sure there is. I mean, I think there's something about oversharing. When you share and it can hurt the other person, there's definitely like in my program, step nine is you do not share with people if it's going to hurt them. So in that sense, if I share something with you and it's oversharing and it you don't really need to know that, then maybe that is a bad thing to do. But secrets for yourself that empower you, I don't know. I haven't had that experience. Every secret I've ever kept from anybody else has been very damaging. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's part of being human, I I would think. So you guys, you you and your husband, mm-hmm. um, who I know very well because Mark. Um, I know Mr. Mark very well. I I um I, I choreographed hitting him in the face with a shovel at one o'clock in the morning on a ranch in Ojai. Um, Perfect. He was, a, he was a very good sport about it. Very good about it. <laughs> it was very late at night and we were both very tired along with the cast and the crew. And we had mapped the whole thing out. This is a whole other podcast. Mapped the whole thing out and placed in the the AD stood there and then put Mark in. And Mark's like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> I could see him saying that. He's like, wait, 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 what's going on right now? Right, I'm like, no, we're just going to hit you in the face with a shovel. You're going to be fine. And he's like, well, no, slow down. So I'm like, no, 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 you're fine. And then, no, but I, we weren't really like that. I, was, I kept telling him, I'm like, Mark. The shovel is literally six and a half feet. I measured it from your face. It's just the angle that you put the camera at. And that's the secret magic of Hollywood right there. So on your show, how many Mm -hmm. episodes have you guys done so far? So we just released our 32nd episode and we already have recorded 
still to be released is 94 episodes. Amazing. So, I thought yeah. that's amazing. I thought I was ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we have enough for two and a half years to release Great. one one every week. And it it's so beautiful because I record ones, you know, months ago, but they still, every one of them still is relevant to what is going on because, you know, eating disorders, men and women, emotional incest, coming out stories, changing genders, transgender story, everything we have is anybody can identify with. So we're just going to keep collecting them until we get tired. <laughs> Do you know the secret the person's going to tell before they come on? I would say 50% of the time I know the secret, especially if it's an anonymous person. I like to know, just get an idea of what it is because I don't want to put the same episode out over and over again. So I try to have a spin or a, a, we're going to do a couple soon, a couple that went through sobriety together with alcoholism. We haven't done something like that. So yeah, I try to know the secret, but sometimes I don't. And I have to tell you, sometimes when people tell me their secret, I have to like keep my reaction to myself because the, <laughs> well because I'm in shock some of them I'm in shock and then other times it's like I don't want it to come off as judgmental because I've either done worse or done the same thing I've you know in a different way so I'm so free of judgment I want my guests to feel so protected and that I'm with them but we're there to be in service to the listeners it's not really about me or the guest. It's about the listeners that don't have a voice. And I bet sometimes you're like, that's no secret. Oh, I can top that secret. <laughs> I've never said that because I feel like it's important for other people to own their own story and for someone to share. If they were a sex and love addict, it might be so much more harder for them than me saying it. Has anyone revealed a secret on the show and then later contact you and said, I'd like to recant my secret or can I re-record re it or don't, don't put it up now? All of the above. I've had to, I've had to get rid of three episodes. People ask me, they change their mind. And that's something I say, if you come on the show, if there's anything you say, I can always take it out. If you change your mind and don't want me to release it, I will completely get rid of it. So it's really the guests call the shot more than I do. What has been the most surprising secret you've heard? I think the one that really shook me and was the hardest, well, two of them, was one where we already released it and she told me that she used abortion as a form of birth control. Oh my God. Yeah. So that one for me. Was that somebody you knew or is that an anonymous? That's someone I know. Oh my God. That probably yeah. made it even harder for you. Yeah. I, obviously we changed her name. No one knows who she is. So she's very private, but her coming out and sharing that was ballsy to say the least. I, I really give her credit. And she said there was so much healing and other people got healing around it, but that one was definitely difficult for me. And the other one that we haven't released yet is also another friend of mine who cut herself. She cuts herself mm. when she is feeling anxiety. Did you know about that? No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my, my I have a cousin who did that and that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one especially yeah. when it's when it's someone you love, but it's also it's yeah. a tough one when they're still doing it. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was the experience. And and there's some other really hard ones. You know, we had one that come out, a guy I know that he went was suicidal and they put him in a psych ward and he he talks about, you know, <laughs> going in a psych ward, the experiences and that one, you know, imagining my friend going through that, I just felt for him. On a lighter note, yes. What's what's a- <laughs> <laughs> we're like? Let's no. get out of this dark no, space. Like, <laughs> no, because you know that's life. We go all over the place. What are some of the funniest secrets people have revealed? Okay, some of the funniest ones. Well, I had an actress friend Brianna come on, and she was telling me how she lied on her resume as an actor, and then she got on. She got the job, and then she got on set, and she didn't know how to do the play poker so we were cracking up about all the things you lie to get jobs as an actor oh my god that's great but i think the funniest one that i i didn't know this secret i i know she's an acquaintance but she talked about how she steals uh food from 360 whole foods jeff bezos (laughs) company she steals (laughs) their salads like she'll go get a big salad And then she'll ring it up as a slice of pizza, like $2 pizza. (laughs) And she can't stop herself. And I was dying laughing. And there's another one coming out where she had a stalker and she slept with him, but told her friends he was just stalking, kept stalking her. Like that was really funny. And then I have a funny one coming out about being obsessed with reality TV and having it on 24-7. I mean, we have so many funny ones like hating motherhood. That one was really funny. We cracked up a lot. So I have really funny ones and like really, really dark ones. I emailed your husband um, probably I think maybe right before Christmas maybe Mm -hmm. because I was out for one of my morning runs I have you. I'm I'm a subscribed to you and a couple other podcasts that I love and and I'm running and you had a guy on your show and he talked about that somebody put in his head when he was younger that he was fat. Yeah. And also that he um he found himself buying clothing that would please other people but not himself so that he he talks about both those things. I'm running, okay, and um, I live in Santa Barbara, and I'm almost at Alamar, which is the path I go to this this street. And I literally stopped running because I'm in shock mm-hmm. because I'm looking around like, do they does do Mark and Brienne know? Like, is that me talking right now? So I wrote Mark an email when I got home. I said, I got to tell you, I literally stopped running. I was so in shock, yeah, because my father, may he rest in peace, who's was one of my best friends in the world. He told me I was fat from the minute I was born. I mean, that's all I heard. I wrote your husband a whole email about this. Yeah. And um, and I had it in my head that I was fat. Just for the listeners at home, I'm six foot one and weigh 178 pounds. I'm not bragging or anything. That's not fat. No, but I know. When <laughs> when I see myself, I see a fat guy. And and then when I heard this guy go on to talk about buying clothing if i'm getting this right and wearing <laughs> outfits to 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 please outside people looking at him and getting compliments about that that was so me for the longest time many years ago my dad we were out he was visiting in la with my mom and the family and i had my husband with me and we we all walk out of this restaurant and my mom said where are we getting dessert and my dad reached over and he pats me on the stomach and he's like no no dessert for you buddy you're you're putting on some pounds 
And I don't know how that this voice came out of me. I don't even know who was talking. And I literally go, uh, you need to stop that. You've done that to me for 46 years and it stops right now. Mm-hmm. And he was like shocked. See, I'm on your show right now revealing a you secret. You are. Yes, I love it. <laughs> but I totally bonded in that moment. I was like, oh, my God. And then your your husband, who I obviously I know, I've tried to hit him in the face with a shovel. Um, <laughs> he wrote me back and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that, that that spoke to you. And I'm like, it spoke to me in the creepiest of ways. So on that note, have you had feedback from not just fans of the show, but people you know who go, oh, my God, I listened today. And that's me. So many. And that's why we keep recording. And that's why we wanted to be of service to the world, Mark and I. Because every time we do a new show, we get more and more feedback from our family, people people we care about, just complete strangers telling us, oh my God, that's my story. And how beautiful that you got to recognize that you weren't alone, that other people have gone through that. And that makes, you know the hurt and the pain, some kind lesson. It's just like, oh, I wasn't alone. I'm not the only one. But I love that you told your dad that boundary of like, not anymore. Not, enough is enough. It was so interesting too, because I've I've made, <laughs> she's probably listening. <laughs> I've made so many boundaries. I put so many boundaries in place with my mother, but never with my dad. And I, I think it's a father-son thing. Um, even though I'm a gay son, it's, I, and I think maybe, I don't know, I could be wrong, but maybe daughters do it with their mothers too. Cause I know my sister struggles it, with it with my mom and vice versa. Um, but yeah, I did have that moment. Pretty, pretty interesting. So let me ask you this. Who is somebody mm-hmm. in the entire world that you'd like on the show to reveal their secret? Oh God, I have no idea. That's such a good question. I have no idea who would I... I would want to come on. I mean, I've asked a couple people that I know have an amazing secret and it would give them so much healing, but they just refuse, like flat out refuse. And I know they're living these lies and every part of me just wants to like force them to come on the show, but I can't, I can't do that. That's someone else's decision. Where do you see your show going in the future? Do you see it staying in the same path that it's on? Or do you think that there's a next um, elevation to this? Well, it's really tied to the book I wrote. It's called Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. And I wrote it before we started the show. So the podcast is really tied to the books. I have three of them coming out. So, I mean, I'm open to wherever it goes. Mark and I have a plan. We have a, a a deal with our higher power, our God, that he will show us what we are meant to do with it. But right now, our plan is to put out all 92 more episodes. And if we get a couple more, so that everybody has a chance to feel that release and be of service to other people. That's so great. And I think it's so important to stay in the moment that you're in. I mean, I learned this and and Mark and I talked about this when we first met as we both came from the world of, you know, doing independent web series mm-hmm. and just letting it go where it's supposed to go and letting it happen as it happened. And, and you know, his his career doing that, you know, when he did the Bannon Way and, and where that went for him is so, you know, I was such a fan. And to me, he was somebody I looked up to because I'm like, okay, he started this, you know, it went and there it went and it went to the next thing and the next thing. And that's pretty, 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 pretty damn amazing. 
Yeah, because don't we like make plans and then God, our God has like a totally different idea. It's like make a plan and then it will go somewhere else. So we've run our lives now in the last couple of years is we we go for stuff and whatever flows in and flows out of our life is what's meant to be. Anytime I try to hold on to something or make something work, it just never works out. So I'm really just like let go and let God in all areas of my life. Yeah, that's very powerful. I think there's two things with that. One is something you touched on before is um, the feeling of being enough mm-hmm. of a person of where you are now. And 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 that's something that I mean, it's something I've suffered from growing up. And, yeah. and, and also, I think that touching on the social media aspect, I always call it the Las Vegas factor. Like, you know, when you go to Vegas and you get there and it's all exciting, you go, 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 and you get to your room and then you go out and you do all these things. You come back to your room and you lay down in bed and you close your eyes and your eyes open because you're missing something. Something's happening and you're missing it. And that's what I always call the Las Vegas thing, which is why I only go to Las Vegas um, in non-COVID times for about 36 hours because I can't turn my brain off because my brain's saying there's something happening over here. There's gambling or drinking or partying or something and you're missing it. Yeah. And I think that's part of it for a lot of people. Yeah. And they're very, there is, they're suffering right now. I, I can't tell you on the Zoom meetings for my program, hundreds and hundreds of people all over the world and they are talking about they're lonely. People are alone. They're, you know, being very promiscuous during this COVID time. They're on Instagram DMing randoms to get a hit, to get like a connection, but it's not real. And more and more people are suffering. I mean, more kids these days are committing suicide over Instagram. I mean, can you, I can't imagine growing up and having, I used to think I compared myself to just the people in my high school or in my town. But can you imagine growing up and comparing yourself to every image you see on Instagram? And every image you see on Instagram that's been put through a filter (laughs) and taken 30 times to make absolutely perfect. I put up a shot just last night of me and Jim at sunset and people were like, oh, what filter is that? I'm like, that's us outside sweaty at sunset filter. There's no filter (laughs) on it. um, So – This is my last question for you. And then I close the show with three questions, which don't worry, you'll know the answer. But this is my question to you. You have a young son. Yes. And what are and how, maybe you're already doing it, are you teaching him about secrets? Well, the first thing I'm teaching him and my husband and I are working on him, you do not fib. You do not lie. Because we asked him a question and we knew the answer and he fibbed. And I was like, yeah, and he's like two and a half. I was like, oh, "Oh, no, no, we're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first thing I'm teaching him is not to fib. And that's a form of having a secret. You know, your white lies and white lies turn to secrets. So I'm really teaching my son to be honest and authentic He's also allowed to feel his feelings and I will be there for him, but I don't, you know, fix it. I don't make him better. I'm there. I'm his mother. I'm there to teach him, but I don't enmesh with my son. And I think that is how I can grow a strong, healthy man that feels his feelings. And but he did this thing the other day that Mark and I were a little worried about. He was he like hurt himself and he goes, 
we call him Buggy. That's his nickname. And he was like, Buggy's not crying. Buggy's not crying. And we're like, (gasps) you can cry, babe. Yes. Like you are allowed to cry. And then he's like, no, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. And, and then Mark and I were like, but you hurt yourself. And then Mark acted like he hurt himself. And he was like, oh my God, that hurts so much. And then Mark started crying. Just to teach like a young boy, you can have your feelings and emotions. It's okay. And that's what we try to teach him. And I'm going to try, you know, to implement boundaries with my son. I'm going to try not to damage him. I know it's hard being a parent these days, especially in COVID, but you know, our goal is to not carry on the addictive qualities that were carried on for Mark and I. Sure. And you're human. Yeah, exactly. We'll make mistakes, but we take responsibility for them. I mean, the other day I have to tell you, I I did something I can't even remember. And I realized I shouldn't have done that. And I looked at him and I said, Davis, I'm sorry. Mama shouldn't have done that. I apologize. And he looked at me and he's like, okay, mom. And there's something about a parent taking responsibility that heals. I remember I was with my mom. This this is the last story, but I was with my mom and she turned to me. It was after I've been setting boundaries in the like eight years through my program. And she said, I'm sorry, I wasn't a great mother because I didn't have a great mother. And it was like any anger I had just evaporated. Just recognizing that she didn't know was so much healing for me. And we're so close now. So that's my advice. If parents, we mess up, just take responsibility because that's all a kid wants to hear. A kid just wants you to love them. Yeah. And and you're, don't worry, your son is going to grow up at some point <laughs> and he's going to realize, oh my gosh, um, now I'm having kids yeah. and oh my God, no one taught me, like, there's no class. My parents did the best they could. They were totally. figuring it out as they were going. You know, that's <laughs> totally normal. So we end this show with three questions. Don't worry, you know the answers. They're really easy. The easiest one of all, where do we find you online if we want to follow you? And where do we find the Secret Life podcast? So you can find me on Instagram at the Brianne Davis or at Secret Life Podcast. I run both of those and Mark does too. And then you can... Find us at Secret Life Novel. You can, you know, get on the waiting list, pre-order on Amazon, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. Two questions to end the show. Mm -hmm. First question, who inspires you? My husband inspires me. He's the best man I've ever met. If we weren't together, we would be best friends. Um, I'm just really grateful to have a partner in life that lets me be me and have my own self-care and self-love, but also, you know, raises me up and helps me be the best person I can be. Because I have to tell you before Mark Gant, before we were together 16 years ago, I was not a nice person. So he has definitely made me a better human. And I think that is the best quality of a relationship if they bring out the best in you. Last question, really easy, can reflect back to what something we've already talked about or anything that's going on in your brain at the moment. Very simple. Tell me something good. Something good. I think um, something good. I think something good is that even through these crazy times with COVID and the unknown, 
that I can literally look at my son and my husband and be completely connected to them and not be wanting to be anywhere else or be anybody else. And that's something that I cherish about myself right now is that I can just be exactly where I am, good or bad, and feel those feelings. Thank you, Brienne, for sharing your good. For more secrets and their reveals, grab a copy of her book online and subscribe and listen to her podcast, Secret Life, wherever you pod best. Next time on World Gone Good. We have sort of adopted this phrase, expand the hug radius, and that's what we're doing. Everybody across the country who has you know, jumped on board and who is, is giving their time and, and committing themselves to reaching out to people and, and to try to, to spread kindness. Sometimes the simplest of ideas turn into the biggest game changers. What started off as a friendly, pandemic-inspired competition between two dads transformed itself into a weekly giving phenomenon that has swept across 30-plus states right here in the United States. And it is all about one of your and my and our favorite things, good things. That's right, it's about cookies. Maybe you saw their story on the Today Show or on Rachel Ray. We are talking the good talk with Scott McKenzie, Jeremy Oreck, and Cheryl Venable about the inspirational and delicious Cookies for Caregivers. It's gonna be sweet! See what I did there? Until then, be good 